What's up, everybody? Patlin here, and welcome to episode 1120 of Ask Pat 2.0. You're about to listen to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you. And today we're speaking with Sarah Murphy, who has a website called Alchemilla, like alchemist, because she's an herbalist. And she's discovered some amazing things that could help for skincare and eczema and eczema, you know, like skin conditions, right? And she's come up with these amazing recipes to help that that really actually help people that 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 remove pain in their lives. And she wants to grow this business. She wants to scale, but she also wants to keep doing the thing that creates the product and not just sort of be a people manager. And so how do we scale? How do we manage our supply chain as we scale? Yet how do we make sure that we don't compromise the quality and affect uh, what the product does to the customer and, and all that stuff. Like she feels like she's the only one that could do this. And that's often a case where you're growing and you're doing well and this could either work for you or, or, or it could burn you out. So we got a lot to talk about today. And again, her website's alchemilla, A-L-C-H-E-M-I-L-L-A.com. Just check out the show notes on askpat.com and we'll point you in the right direction. And you're going to hear about something called the sausage tree today. I didn't know what it was until I looked it up, and it's not bad. <laughs> uh, it actually helps a lot of people. So you'll see, you'll hear about it. Uh, just stick around, and, and, and here she is. This is Sarah. Sarah, welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks so much for being here today. Hello. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really excited. I can't wait to dig in. And why don't you start by uh, helping us learn a little bit more about you? Who are you and what do you do? I'm a herbalist and I live in Cornwall in the southwest of the UK and I run alchemilla.co. Alchemilla.co. Really cool. How long have you been doing that for? I've been doing it for about 10 years now, but I've had a bit of a rebrand lately. And so I feel in some respects that I'm starting again, <laughs> and uh, as, we, as you do. And so, yeah, I've had um, quite a big learning curve this last year, putting myself out there and trying to build the business in a more serious way and yeah it's taken me a bit by surprise because some I've managed to grow my list and I'm kind of at a stage now where I've done all of the things that people advise you to do grow your email list and get your website sorted and you know attend online events etc um and I'm garnering an audience but I'm kind of a bit stuck with what to do with them next. Okay. Well, I'd love to get into that today for you, obviously. And before before we do that, I'm curious, when you said that you made a shift to get a little bit more serious about your business, tell me the difference between what it was before and then sort of what did you do to sort of turn things up afterwards? So at the moment, it's, it's a local business. So I see people on a one-to-one -one basis here. I really like that, but I've sort of began moving into online publishing and looking at doing some ebooks. And I thought it'd be quite a good idea to reach out to a wider audience. And through revamping my website, I had uh, a number of people in the USA actually contact me about some of my products and services. And I was given an opportunity to uh, be a presenter on an online health summit. And I thought, oh, yeah, great. This is a brilliant idea. Uh, not really thinking it through. Mm -hmm. And so I took part as a presenter thinking that it was going to, you know, get me some good attention. And wow, overnight, a thousand people signed up to my email list. Um, so I have all of these people and I've woken up to a million emails. And then I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I've got all of these people and left them hanging because I don't actually know what to do with this new audience now. 
And is that the sort of dilemma right now? You've started to gain this attention. Sort of where do we go from here? You're kind of lost. Yeah, I mean, well, well, actually, there are there are two things. Um, my business is products and services, so I thought it might be quite an interesting experiment to to do some Skype calls with people in the US who had purchased my products to find out a little bit more about what they were looking for and how I could sort of serve them better. And I've been sending quite a lot of products to to the US now, but it's got to a point where because I've intentionally grown this audience, I'm I'm, I'm stuck. I'm the own, the sole person working in my business and it's getting to a difficult stage to make those products and get them out to the people that need them. There's a little bit of constraint in terms of the fulfillment of these of these products. You're sort of starting to, to see it's taking up a lot of your time. Is that correct? Yeah. You know, obviously everybody wants to grow the business. And I think this is a crucial thing for a lot of people to bear in mind that you, you go in through the steps, but kind of half believing that, oh, it might work or it yeah, might not, right. you know, because you've been doing it for a few years and some things are a bit hit and miss, some things work, some things don't. But when it really works and it really takes off, it's actually quite scary. And you, you, when, especially when you're the only person in the business and you're mm. thinking, what do I do next now? What do, you know, shall I focus on my products? Well, for example, I've I've got um, a product. It's called Sausage Tree Cream, which I know it is a real thing. People think, oh, that's like a, a joke product. But actually, um, I've I've rated really highly in SEO for it because it's such a a unique um, keyword. Sausage so, Tree Cream. Yeah, Sausage Tree. And actually, a lady in America who buys from me regularly went to the Epcot Center recently, and she sent me an email with a photograph to say that they've got a Sausage Tree cream in, in uh, a Sausage Tree uh, in the Epcot Center, and it was her little boy that sent sent me a picture. That's of crazy. That. <laughs> That's really neat that that you're sort of becoming an authority for that particular product. SEO is going well, so we don't have a worry about getting the word out there. The word is out there. Now there's just, it's just, it's just coming back and you're starting to get a little bit. Let me ask you, what do you, what are you scared of? Do you know, that is a really good question because I was so excited to do the online summit and because it's, you know, it's my area of expertise and I love talking about what I do, but the attention, it was really quite overwhelming to sort of be not famous, you know, you're not famous overnight. I don't mean it like that, but to have so many people interested in what you do and then to realize, oh my goodness, how am I going to serve these people without letting them down? Well, first of all, congratulations. This is a great problem to have, right? A lot of people would love to be in your situation. So just be proud of, you know, getting there and and, and hopefully you feel amongst all the craziness, a little sense of accomplishment as well, because I, I don't want you to, to not be reminded that you are doing great things here. And this demand is as a result of the hard work that you've put in up to this point. So I, I hope you feel a little bit proud of, of what you've been able to accomplish. Yeah, I did. And actually, they did ask me to uh, be a presenter again this year. And I almost said no, because I thought, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do next? <laughs> you know, um, so I'm really thrilled that they've that they've asked me. But again, how am I going to maximize that opportunity? I've been given a platform. I've got a product. I've got a service and I've got a small audience. Really, what's the next step? What would, what advice would you give me? I want to ask a few more questions. Is that okay? Before I give advice, because I think advice can sometimes be given without understanding where the other person wants to go very often. And uh, my goal here is to understand what you want first, because in this opportunity, you what's really neat is you have options at this point. 
you could potentially start to hire a team. You could build a factory. You could become so, so famous that you you and your unique sausage tree cream could be featured on Oprah, right? It, it could just go gangbusters. That's one direction. The other direction is on the other extreme, do you need to change anything? Can it be exactly the same? You just have more attention and a bigger wait list, which on one hand would just make the demand even higher. And as long as you are fulfilling those expectations that, hey, I'm, I'm just a one person team. I don't plan on changing that because this is the lifestyle I, I enjoy, but I'm here to serve as I get to create. And so mm. there's just a giant wait list and, and people just have to be okay with that. And that is something that is not uncommon too. I have a good mm -hmm. friend of mine. He's in he's in one of my programs. His name is Kyle. He has an e-bike business and e-bikes are very complicated. It takes a long time to build and he can't serve everybody who wants his business, but he has a giant wait list and he go, he gets to them on, you know, he, he wants to serve everybody, but he, he, he can't unless he were to build a, a giant factory with loads of people, but he doesn't want that in his life. So he's, he's totally okay with letting people know there's high demand. There's only so much of me to go around and I'll, I'll get to you when I can. I promise I will eventually, but things have been going so crazy and it sounds like it's 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 going similarly for you high demand so i want to know if you could fast forward to 2 years from now what does this business look like for you and also like the, the other part about this is sometimes when we start seeing success like this right away we think we have to continue to go bigger and bigger and grow because it's like mm -hmm. new opportunity never had this before like let's keep going and oftentimes i find these entrepreneurs who do that without thinking ahead. And then they have this multi-million dollar company that they're just completely unhappy with. So I want to know where where do you want to be? What do you want your life to be like? Because you have the option to build it in any way you want at this point. I, I'd love to hear your response to that. You've made some really good points, actually. Just last weekend, we went to um, a small local fishing village and there's a lady there who has a cafe and it's just, it's one room. And she has a queue outside of the door and she, you know, she's lo just loves what she does and she's, she just sells cakes. And we said, you know, why don't you get the room upstairs? And she said, why would I do that? Yeah. And it, <laughs> it does put things into perspective because she's got a shop, she makes enough money, she loves what she does. She doesn't want to be bothered with any staff. And she, and ev you know, everybody, she's the talk of the town, really. Her cakes are amazing. And you know, people come on holiday and they just go to her shop just to buy a cake. So I think I would, I don't really see myself going in, into like a huge multi-million business that is going to overwhelm me and cause me to burn out because yes, I do to serve my customers and I do like to, you know, go out foraging and do all these other yeah. bits when I've got time to do it. And I, I am finding that at the moment that I'm getting further and further away from nature and more and more in front of the computer screen mm. and it's not making me feel great. So I think my idea is um, at the moment I've been looking at outsourcing the sausage tree cream because I'm currently making it in my kitchen and being somebody who is really obsessed with quality control, mm. that's a good thing in one way because I know that each batch goes out and I've made it but I have found um, a small herbal cooperative who like me are a very small business and they only manufacture for herbalists so I'm looking at outsourcing to them because I know that they can sort of keep up with the next level of demand 
and I would absolutely love to get loads more pictures from people in uh, America uh, with their outside their sausage tree. And you know, at the moment, I've got people in Israel. There are some people from Australia, places where the tree grows actually, and it's a it's um, an endangered species, I believe. So I think it would be good to make use of this crop and source the ingredients directly from the people that grow and farm. It would be an ethical business. So I think my main focus at the moment is the sausage tree cream, mostly because it is my cash cow. Yeah. Uh, that is, you know, the thing that maybe one week I might not have as many customers in the clinic as I would like, but the sausage tree cream is still going out. So I think that would be something that is manageable if I could outsource it to another person. Yeah, and I think when it comes to outsourcing it, that that often can overwhelm a lot of people too, uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, you spoke on this is just like I, I can't imagine somebody else, you know, putting their hands on this because it's my baby, and I I care so much about the quality. So just make sure that when you do look for help or somebody else to help, you know, get their hands on it to help deliver to your to your customers, that you just have those standards in place. You you are just so involved in the beginning to make sure it's the quality that you want so that you can get your time back afterwards. And I think, you know, I was going to recommend slowly getting into having some other help outside of just you doing it yourself, because you're likely seeing your time being spread very, very thin. And I was going to ask you if you felt like you were losing out on why you got on uh, in on this on the first place. And you've already said like you haven't been foraging as much as you'd like to. And it's been, you know, we, we, we don't want that. We want you to, to do what you want to do because I think that's reflected in the product and the, in the customer experience and all that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm here on your website, alcamilla.co. And it was like one of the first things that came up in uh, the search engines for sausage tree cream. I'm going to I'm going to read a little bit more about that because it's very interesting to me. I've never heard of that before, but I think it's really smart to focus on that product being the cash cow and just, again, focusing on, on, on the sort of manufacturing efforts of that and making, making sure it's to your level of quality. When you consider the growth of the business, what else are you worried about? You said you're worried about the quality of the product. Um, as you get to get more attention, what else are you scared of? What else are you worried about? Um, I think the dilemma is that because I get so many stories from people that it's helped, and I, you know, I see there's a picture on my website of a little girl, and she, you know, she when I saw her, she couldn't go to sleep, and you know, so sad, and just you know, when you see a child that's upset like that, and then the next time she came, she's all you know, bouncing around with the toys, and mm. you think that's just because you know, it's so nice to help people like that and to see it on a personal level, and so my goal is really to get it to people that need it. So I really want to do that without overwhelming myself. Um, and, but I do like the, ma- the manufacturing side of things. I think I've kind of done things backwards. I've gone on the health summit, got all of this attention and really not thought, as you have crystal clear pointed out to me, now what do I want from my business? Why am I doing that? Am I doing it just because everybody says this is the thing to do? Mm-hmm. Or is it because it's the right thing for me? And I think the learning curve this year has been that I've done all the quote unquote right things. But the only factor that I haven't taken into account is my happiness, I suppose. Here's the truth. If you don't consider that, imagine the business growing and, and getting to a point where you just absolutely don't want to wake up and deal with it anymore well then you're not going to help the people anymore it's not yeah. it's not it kind of defeats the object of why you start working for yourself in the first place completely so so just put in um checks and balances for yourself whether that's a 
meeting every week with just yourself reflecting on, you know, how the week is done. What did you do that was great that you could be grateful for and excited about? What were the parts that maybe you wish you didn't do that you could potentially hand off? And that just kind of keeps you going into the next week or into the next month if you do it monthly with yourself to just stay on track. It's very, very easy as a business owner to just lose sight of the destination and just see the sort of next turn, if you will, um, and the next the next stoplight, the next opportunity. But I'm really excited for you. I think hopefully this helps validate that you are doing the right things. Let's just be aware and be conscious about uh, the next steps. And I think that with the sausage tree cream, you know, there's no better answer than because it helps people. And you, you've gotten a great product. And, you know, if you could get other people on board with you to also do it for the same reasons, then mm-hmm. then the business will become successful and, and do what it is that's going to do for you and for others, others too. I think it's just about sort of taking back control. It's, it is exciting to get orders and, you know, have even the local health food shop has said, can we, people have been coming in and asking for this cream, mm-hmm. but then the frightening reality is I can't keep up with this. It's making sure that you're in control of things and it's not, you know, keeping you awake at night that you are, you know, you should be at the stove making more because you've got orders on uh, the next day. I think that's things have kind of run away with me a little bit and I'm in sort of need of help for, yes, I do want to grow and yes, I do want to get the cream out to people. But at the same time, the balance is very fine to make sure that it's a work-life balance and it's not just completely overwhelming your, your life. You're going to continue to, to get more exposure, right? With the search engines helping you and these summits. And, and I would I would still encourage you to do them. I mean, this is, some people don't even know this solution exists, right? And so I think it's, it's just from an education perspective, not even for selling product, it's really important for you to do that. So it's mm-hmm. going to grow. I just want you to tell me how you feel when, you have a thousand people on your wait list and you can only make a, a, a batch, you know, for a certain percentage every, every single day. Tell me what's going through your head to help yeah. you control that anxiety. It just, it sounds bizarre, doesn't it? That you're like scared of success in a way. It's a very common thing. So it's, it, you're not alone. Absolutely. It's, it's different. It's weird. It's because it's not how we were taught when we were young, how things should be. And so it's almost a defense mechanism to sort of not go down the successful route. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing that I'm dealing with at the moment is it is on a personal level of how do I deal with actually succeeding? How are you going to deal with it? I don't know. (laughs) That's why I'm ringing you. Yeah. (laughs) What's the story you're telling yourself when you see hundreds of people in line waiting for your product and you just can't serve them all at that very moment. You will get to them, but what's the story you're telling yourself? I think, I think it is partly a money thing because you are always, when you start a business, cash flow is always a concern, isn't it? Of course. And having to build a business is, oh, this is great. I've got to this level, but now I've got to reinvest everything that I've made to go up to the next gear. And so you're kind of back at square one again, Mm -hmm. and that happens again and again and again. And you kind of think as things are growing, sometimes there never seems to be any cash in the pot. And so you begin to get this mentality of where is the money coming from for the next project instead of getting to a level of where that's comfortable for you. 
so now I think this problem with the outsourcing is obviously they're not going to make 10 pots for me. They're going to want kilos or, you know, large orders, mm-hmm. which is what I want to happen. But is that going to affect, you know, the where, the money that comes from that is could have been spent on the dispensary, on the services, on building? Do you see where I'm going? It's yeah. making the right choice, I think. You've really helped to clarify that today because I think this is where I've been muddled in the past is getting really clear on on what you want your business to look like. A clear vision is so important. And and I would, I you know, we can't in this moment answer all the questions right now. It's going to take some time to reflect. It's going to take some conversations with people around you who know you and the business and, and whatnot uh, to, to really get to those answers. But there's this quote that sort of, so vision without action is a daydream. Action without vision is a nightmare. So with that... <laughs> Yeah. Right. Like that speaks directly to what we're talking about right now. You you took action. It, this is not a daydream. This is not a, a wishful business it, it, for you. This is happening. But action, taking action like you are without the vision is a nightmare. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and we don't want it to turn into that nightmare or the thing that you hate to wake up to or the thing that's causing you stress because you are providing an amazing service, helping serve others and your happiness is so important in the health of others too. So my homework for you would be to get very clear on on what you want this to look like. And everything becomes so much easier at that point from the decisions you make, the, the clarity, the understanding that, hey, I have, I have a lot of people waiting for this and I am okay with that because I am doing a service to the people who, who are at the front of the line right now. And I, I know I'm gonna serve everybody. And if I were to grow bigger or go faster, the quality wouldn't be as good and I wouldn't be as happy. So that's out of the question. So I'm doing what I can now. And the cash flow becomes easier. Understanding where to reinvest becomes easier at that point because then you would know that even if an opportunity came for you to 100x this with getting a factory and hundreds of workers, you're like, that doesn't fit in my vision. So mm-hmm. you can easily say no in, in confidence without that anxiety. And just that roadmap is so important. So that, that would be my request and homework for you uh, is, to, is to, to get to that vision and, and understand it. Mm. I think, yeah, you've made some really good points today. And actually going through in my head, I'm looking at other people and thinking that it's, it, it's quite clear. Again, just going back to there's a little restaurant at the bottom of the road here, which is the complete opposite of the other person that I talked about. He doesn't let anybody in. He doesn't like dogs. He doesn't like children. Mm. He doesn't like tourists. You know, but he has the four tables and the wait list is, you know, everybody wants to go in there because it's so quiet. They have a lovely meal. They get really good attention to, de- you know, service and yeah. that's the way that he lives his life. But he's always full. He's always busy. And imagine that woman that you're talking about with the cake place, right? What if she, her store was in every corner? Would she be able to be there in every corner and serve cakes? Would would every corner be sort of sold out? Probably not because it would be just oversaturated at that, at that point. Not that you would get there, but yeah, anyway, I think we know what to do, right? Yeah, you, you've really helped me today. You've really raised some valuable questions. Good. That's why I'm here. And, and and thank you for for being open, being vulnerable. Likely people are going to listen to this, by the way, and then he- head on over to alcamilla.co. So you're getting even more eyeballs now, just so you know. I <laughs> <laughs> um, But um, I think I think the story you're telling and, and why you're doing it is just so commendable. And, and thank you. And I hope everybody else listening is encouraged by this. Where 
else can people do? Do you have any place online, uh, social media wise, where people can follow up and just kind of get a pulse on what you're up to and what's going on? Uh, yeah, I've tried to pull back on that a little bit because that was another thing that was taking up a lot of my time. So I thought it's better to streamline and just stay on one platform. So um, I'm don't on even tell us then. Don't even tell us. But we'll put links in the show notes for everybody, and then alcamilla.co, and then. Remember, sausage tree cream. I didn't think I heard it right the first time, and then I looked it up, and I was right. It's sausage tree cream. And now I want to see what the sausage tree looks like. But anyway, thank you so you much. I'll send you a sample part. Oh, you're you're awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you for that. And uh, good luck. You got this. Well done. I really appreciate you. Thank you. And um, you've you've just been an inspiration over the last few years. And um, you are part of the reason that I'm here where I am today. So thank you very much. Thank you, Sarah. Take care. You got this. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed that coaching call with Sarah from alcamilla.co, just .co, and her sausage tree cream. Really, really interesting. Super sweet woman. And I wish you all the best, Sarah. And thank you for coming on and sharing what's been going on and helping others in the, in the at the same time. So I, we, we appreciate you for that. And best of luck. Looking forward to catching up with you again in the future. If you're listening to this and you're like, man, I wish I could get coached like Sarah did today from Pat, you can potentially. If you go to askpat.com and fill out the application there on that page, uh, that puts you in with the rest who have submitted and we might reach out to you in the future to see if you can get you on the show, share your business a little bit, but mostly help you and help others who are listening who may have the same problems in their business too. So thank you so much for everybody who has submitted. Uh, it doesn't mean you're out if you haven't heard from me even within you know, the last number of months, uh, I may reach back out to you. I often go back to earlier submissions too if I'm looking for something new. And so it's, uh, yeah, just, it's not gonna happen unless you try. So make sure to go to askpat.com and try. And please, if you have the opportunity, please leave a review on uh, Ask Pat on Apple Podcasts or wherever you might have access to podcasts. And of course, hit subscribe if you haven't already. We got a lot of great content coming your way. Here we are as we come into mid-year. Appreciate you, hope your year is going well. You are reaching your goals and if not, catching up to them because we're about halfway through the year here, which is incredible. Uh, and thank you for being a part of it with me. I appreciate you so much. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.